Um, we should figure out. So yeah, we got to figure out editing this week. I don't know if it was just the fact week. that I'm on wire Wi-Fi or something, but there was like the just occasional robot sound on your end. Um, but yeah. I mean, if you recorded clean and I recorded clean, then we should probably be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, because all my audio of me will be local. All yeah, and all my audio of me will be local. Yeah, so it'll be fine. And you, you um, were just recording on Call Recorder, right? Yeah. Ready? All right, I'm going to hit this. Uh, intro, intro Oh, that was great. <laughs> you like that intro music? I do. I do. Who who do we need to thank for that intro music, by the way? Your buddy Jeff. Our buddy Jeff. No, he's your buddy too. He, we, we can share him. Well, that's what I said. Our, our, that's why I switched. <laughs> that's why I switched it. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, Jeff. That is a that is a delight. There will be a longer version of it at the end of the episode. Uh, so listen for the entire time of, of this podcast, or you fast forward to the end, but then come back here to the starting point because we're going to talk for a bit. So, man, <laughs> what's so up, we, man? We haven't done this in a while. We haven't done this in a very long time. And we've only spoke uh, a couple a times. A handful of times since then. Yeah. This, so we know what that means. This this podcast is basically keeping this friendship together. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but I think it just <laughs> I I think it just gives a, an, another reason to talk. Yes, you know it I mean? does. It does indeed. We I was just looking at the, our, our website, and the last time we posted an episode was uh, November 28th, 2015. Okay. And it is currently April 12th. Uh, and and I can take the blame for that. I was the one who requested that we take a little take a little break because I had some things going on in my life. But uh, now it's time. Now it is time for season two of the file drawer. Season two. I'm Sam, and, and you're Eric. And I'm Eric. That's right. Uh, Eric, I was wondering, could you could you tell the the people what this is? What is what is the file? What is this podcast about? What are we trying to do in the world with this podcast? <laughs> and tell me too, because I... <laughs> uh, you know this started off with us just, you know, started off uh, in a pool. Started off in a pool. We were talking about podcasts and our love of podcasts and how it'd be real cool if we could do one or start mm-hmm. one. We mm-hmm. sort of, you know, just put that uh, I guess seed in our. In yeah, our head. as as podcast fans, we both listen to a lot of podcasts and. Yeah. And we had the the thought that hey maybe we we also could talk into microphones uh, once or twice a week and yeah. and release it to the public. So uh, we decided to do it, and, and, and then we, we did it. it, and then we did it. Simple as we, that. And, and we did it fifty times, actually more than fifty times, because there were a handful of episodes we never even released. I know. The super secret, uh, the secret tapes. I, I'm proud of that, man. Me too. I yeah. I kind of didn't realize that we had done fifty. Like fifty of something is a pretty impressive season one, right? Like it is. TV TV shows don't do fifty. <laughs> Very few things in life are there fifty of something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we 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 get together every week or roughly or so, and we we talk about stuff. Uh, what what are what are topics that we have hit in the past, Eric? What do we what do we try to do? Are we are we you know the latest and greatest uh, breaking news? That's kind of what we do, right? No. Oh. Wow. We do, do we do do a little bit of that though. We do <laughs> we do. do uh 
you know, we uh, sometimes a segment that we do is uh, Yahoo News. Oh, no, it's, it's not just it's, yeah, it's not just Yahoo News. It's useless Yahoo News. What happens if Yahoo gets bought and goes away? Uh, hopefully, it'll improve their website. I haven't been on Yahoo in such a long time. Because, I just opened it. Well, actually, no. Oh wait, hold I on. Often, Don't lie to me. I often, you... <laughs> I often go to it. However, yeah. it always lets me down because they've they're changing they changed or, or they changed their layout where I can't yeah. just scroll through all the stupidity, yep. um, stupid news uh, um, articles that they have. So I'll go to it, but then I'm often like, ah, oh, this is terrible, and then, then I'll get off. So we'll. Yep. You know, we talk about news, but it, we're not a news podcast at all. So No, I was being we, facetious. I know. So <laughs> I was going to say, we started this because I think we, we were interested in talking a little bit about, you know, something I think we both love, like or love, which is uh, the idea of, like, psychology. And mm. we, we both are I'm, in a... I'm a fan. You're a fan. Um, so we're both in, a, you know, a, a grad program right now, studying organizational behavior. And... Um, uh, I don't study organizational behavior, Eric. I study pos- organizational, positive organizational <laughs> psychology. All right? Don't lump me in with your folks. Okay, I'm okay. just kidding. I don't um, actually care. But, uh, and so we, we thought this would be an avenue to also talk about that, but not not in a deep level, sort of no. academic sense, but God, in a sort no. of casual. We are, um, yeah. we are not breaking down the latest research uh, for for the lay audience. More so that this is uh, – it's just a, a lens that we kind of see the world through sometimes. Exactly. Uh, we've talked about our just, just different philosophies of life, of living. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We had a couple episodes where all we talked about basically uh, was your decision to buy some Apple uh, technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, those were, our, those were our, our fans' favorites, uh, favorite episodes. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to update. We're going to get an update on that. Good. I'm, I am actually sitting on the edge of my seat waiting to hear about your, your update. Uh, well, you already know. You already, you already know. You know the update. Uh, There's nothing new. Other well, other people want to hear the update. Um, Our fans have been clamoring, clamoring for that. Uh, I listened. I am not ashamed to admit. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I listened to one of our episodes just kind of randomly because uh-huh. I missed us. I missed you, and it was the episode where we talked about uh, domesticating lizards and scaring <laughs> their tails off and feeding humankind that way. And so we also get into <laughs> conversations like that. Yeah. Random, yeah. random topics of absurdity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe, it, it's not, maybe it's not absurd. No, maybe it's not. And you know what? It must be working because I just went over to the, our iTunes page. We may be the highest rated podcast of all time. We only have five-star reviews. Only have five-star reviews. How many podcasts can say that? <laughs> only five-star reviews. And That's how, impressive. And how many, how many reviews? Don't, don't, worry, don't worry about it. We've got ten. <laughs> We've got, we have ten ratings. And they're all five stars. That, that's just impressive. Man. So, <laughs> the file so we, drawer. Where, where did the name come from? Oh, yeah, the name. Yeah, explain the file we had, drawer we, to us, we Eric. Had fun, uh, we had fun explaining it before. But it comes yeah, from, maybe we can do better this time. Uh, I didn't prepare. It'll be very general. But it comes from this idea of the file drawer problem, which has to do with, uh, I guess, you know, publication bias. Um, look it up, Google it. We're not going to explain. Okay, no, that's you got to you got to give a little bit more. Okay, so basic idea is that. (laughs) All right, when you do research, basically only research that have has findings gets published, right? Uh, But what the file drawer problem kind of postulates is that perhaps what we're really seeing in all of the the published research is just kind of the research that worked out by chance. And there's this huge unpublished file drawer of other research that uh, 
is just not really out there in the world. That's my, my layman's attempt at explaining. That's good. That's good. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. There's also a second meaning of file drawer. It's where you keep your weird stuff. It's just where yeah. you keep just random, random stuff. All of your weird stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't. Do people have traditional desks nowadays? I. I so I. I have a desk here. Yes, and it has one drawer. I wouldn't call it a file drawer, though. Yeah. But uh, you although, know, yeah, yeah. I do. I have a couple files in it. Okay. So yeah, maybe th- by definition, it is now a file drawer. Um, do you have anything in there that wouldn't normally be in there? Uh, like- I've got a, an envelope full of money. Uh, because that's just how I roll, yeah. and some uh, some some tax documentation, and my birth certificate, and my social security card, and a little hard drive, and a, a sharpie, and a couple wires. That's it. All right, where the wires? Where the wires in that file? <laughs> that, that's kind of random. Sure. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, you were um, looking for for an example of what we are. I was yeah. thinking that you, I was thinking maybe you had some just weirdly really mm. dark stuff in there. <laughs> It's a really, 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 it's a really small drawer, so I don't. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I could have. I should, you know what? I'm terrible at improv. I should have just made up some stuff, shouldn't I? That's what I should have done, right? I should have yes handed you. Yep. Damn right. it. That's right. I'm sorry. Speaking of uh, improv, man. Yeah. Let's. Uh, what? Uh, I see. There's a note here in our in our uh, show notes about you you doing some improv. Well, no, I didn't do. I didn't do improv. I was oh, going to actually ask it. about you. Oh, uh, watching this improv show. Oh, yes, did you, did you have an opportunity to see it? I did do that. Uh, so you are, you're referencing the improv group that you were a part of back in California, and my girlfriend is currently a part of, and as well as our other friends. Um, but yeah, I went back. Was it last weekend? I think, and they had a show, and they are much improved. Every every show that I've seen you guys and them do uh, has gotten better and better. Yeah, that's so. awesome. It's uh, I always, I'm always very impressed by by anyone who does improv and anyone who does improv well. Yeah, so then, tra- improv group, there's, there's no website or anything. For I, I was just thinking, like, I wanted to point people toward it, but I don't think they have a website. I, yeah. They do have an Instagram account. Okay, uh, pure human debauchery. That's right. Check them out. PhD. P- PhD. That's but, uh, what PhD stands for in the real yeah. world. So uh, yeah, I, uh, in Houston here, I checked out some local improv on my birthday. Okay. Oh, so you went and, and saw improv being done. Gotcha. Yeah, lo- you know, just local, a local uh-huh. you know, group. But it's, Did you um, feel like you needed to be up there? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I got the itch. You should, so you should join it again. Why would um, you do it? I eventually will. You know, a lot of these places you have to, like, pay for classes and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's kind and of like a pyramid to, scheme. Exactly. <laughs> and then um, you have to be sort of there, you know, for, like, eight weeks or something like that in, in, a, in a course. That's quite and a so I get that they're going to want you sort of learning their style and stuff. But I would have to. I would say, we, you know, we saw two performers. I think that one group had just finished like the first course, and the second group had finished the second course, and, mm-hmm. and then this other group. Um, I don't know if they've done it in the past, and like it, it's. I don't know if the, the last group was like an ensemble that went through their program in the past. It's not like any sort of big improv sure. um, um, company, like just you just see regular the, folks. Yeah, um, but. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, Susan and Gia. You know, they they ran PhD, uh-huh. uh, and, and Susan still runs PhD in, over there in Claremont. Um, they did an exceptional job, I think, in terms of our training as improvers. Because I think, hmm. I think we were, I think we would have, uh, not that it would be a competition, but I think our improv skills. Um, you could you could you could have hung with the people up at the that you saw. Uh, is that what you're saying? I would say I would say better. 
Yeah. Ooh. Um, so if you happen to be part of the Houston whatever group that you just went and saw and you're listening to this podcast, Eric just threw down the gauntlet. No, it wasn't. It was it was entertaining. I enjoyed I enjoyed myself. But especially in in the in the uh, the cl- and now granted the first pr- troop, they had just finished um, the first sort of level of improv, improv sure. and you could just see certain parts where you could see it on people's faces. I've experienced it where yeah. you're expecting someone to yes and you, but then they push back. Oh, that's basically this entire podcast. (laughs) Yep. Yes, and. (laughs) Um, But, uh, or, you know, like there was a scene where a girl came into the scene and like, you know, she was going to add to it, but no one, the other two people just didn't even acknowledge her, acknowledge Uh her. So it just made it weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, And it, 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 I think sort of getting that sort of a, Getting up to that point where it's sort of a natural, I guess, relationship. Like you should be giving to your partner. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like improv is not about just taking taking up the scene and saying funny I, things. But I it's feel about like we could learn a lot in life and relationships about this. I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, I think they do teach stuff like that. And I'm still I'm still to this day. I know they do improv and stuff for like team building and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. But um, yeah, I'm 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 interested in how improv can be used in terms of just. Uh, either in leadership or, uh, you know, working with people and things like that. Being a um, lover. Yeah, being a lover. <laughs> improv, is, improv is for lovers. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, man. So, improv. Yeah. Improv. Like, you, should, yeah, you, should, I'm, I'm, you should do it. I'm you should do it again. again uh, so, other thing that I know that you have been up to, uh, I don't know if you've continued on, but jiu-jitsu. You still doing it? Still doing the jitsu. Um, All right, tell me, bring me, bring me up to the speed. Uh, you know, getting beat up by small women, uh, small little girls, as it would seem to be a, a, a predominant part of our conversation a couple months ago. Is that still well, happening? Well, there's not that many uh, kids who actually uh, are in this uh, jitsu course. Uh, so you've graduated there's actually, beyond there's the none, kids. There's none. There's none. Really. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm uh, such a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually way. really admire what you've done with jujitsu, but it was fun to make fun of you back um, in the day. It's going well. I'm having a hard time talking because my my nose is kind of stopped up and stuff. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so I was trying to cut you off, but I had to kind of yeah, swallow it. But anyway, um, so jujitsu is going well. Uh, you know, I started doing rugby a while back, and it's it's taking a toll on my body, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not able to get into to, to jiu-jitsu as much as I would want it to be getting into it. And I think I'm going to have to make some decisions regarding whether or not I can do both of these sports at the same time. Gotcha. Um, just because, like, jiu-jitsu is the type of thing, and if you, the more you do it, you're going to improve. You know, you know mm-hmm. you're going to – that's just how it is. Rugby just – and and uh, jujitsu also, also has impact on the body. Rugby sure. man, my 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 messes, my body's messed up. <laughs> Just I'm wrecking like, I'm, you. I'm, I'm I'm pretty wrecked, man. What uh what parts what what is rugby doing to you? Uh well, my right knee is starting to get a little tricky. Um, my left knee was already tricky. Um, my right. You only shoulder, you only have you only have two of those. You do realize, right? Like that's both of them. Yeah, but sur- man, surgery okay. over the soap, man, they're getting so good. They're getting so good with like, knee replacements <laughs> okay. and stuff. All the, all the knee technology is getting so good. Uh, my shoulder is jacked up. Um, I'm not sure what happened to there. Uh, 
just little bump, bumps, just taking a couple bumps. Um, I think if I had, you know, recovery, more time to recover, it wouldn't be as bad. But, you know, after a game on Saturday, I, I'd usually go back to jiu-jitsu on Monday. Um, so, yeah. I, I didn't go say, this like, Monday. Well, what, I didn't go this I mean, Monday. what is what is keeping you from making, giving yourself more time to recover? Because uh, I'm paying for jiu-jitsu. And uh, I, got, you okay. know, I want to take advantage of it. Gotcha. <laughs> I want to take advantage of it. Um, yeah, so, so that's my sports. Sports Corner with Eric. Update with Eric D. Middleton. Your middle name is D? Yes. Hmm. Derek? Uh, you're not going to guess it. You might, you might get Daryl? We can, we can just go. We can just go for the next five minutes if you're trying to uh, guess. We could. That'd be fun time. DeAndre? No. no. <laughs> Damien? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's move it on. So what you been up to, man? Uh, what, have been, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Oh, let's see. What haven't I been up to? That's the real question. Uh, so let's see. That's not a real answer. Uh, what have I been doing? I still live in New York. I still have a job. Both are exciting things. For the last couple of months, I've been spending a lot of time in Chicago for work, which has been cool because Chicago is a cool place and the work that I'm doing is also cool and I like to travel, but means I haven't been home very much recently. In fact, today going into the office was like one of the first times I've been in my office in like three and a half weeks or something. You know you've been gone from the office for a long time when you come back and your seating area has become a storage space, <laughs> which is what my desk had become. <laughs> it's where all the extra office supplies were. Uh, but no, I'm, uh, I'm good. I, I, I'm still here and struggling through PhD stuff which we can probably go into more detail in some point in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty, pretty broad. Do you have a more specific question, or are you wondering about anything in, in particular? Well, so we, you know, we have a list of notes. That, this is to the, the listener. Um, we have a list of notes. The, 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 one, write. the, one, the one listener. The one, this is to you, John. <laughs> John and Sally. But... Um, so you have, you have on, on our list of notes that you drank Soylent today. Ah, uh, yeah. For the first time. <laughs> I drank Soylent today. Now, now, here's the thing. You felt the need to write, I drank Soylent today for the first time. When it could have, You could have just said, I drank Soylent today, period. And yeah, that's, but, a, that, that's enough but, craziness. No, so uh, you're yeah. implying that you're going to be just drinking Soylent. Well, I got a whole, whole freaking case of it. I got to at least finish the case. You can't just you buy bought, like one did you bottle. you buy Soylent? I bought, I bought 12 bottles of it. Why? 12 single serving bottles. Is it cheap? It was it's not that expensive. Do they I don't know they sell they, it's, it's like in a branded hold hold it up. I know I don't have, I don't have that's actually at my oh. office. It's it, it's very unbranded actually. It's just like okay. a white bottle that says like Soylent on it. Uh okay, so why am I doing this? Uh curiosity, first of all. I'm just curious like what does this thing taste like and how do I feel uh eating it or drinking it or whatever it is, ingesting it. Uh for those of you who don't know what we're talking about by the way, Soylent. It is uh, uh, a a food re replacement liquid made by science and nerds to basically be like perfectly nutritionally balanced. And there are crazy people out there who only eat and like, drink or ingest this this thing called Soylent. Uh, I bought a case of it because I'm curious. I want to know just what it what it was like. 
The other thing is that I have noticed that I have been going out to lunch way too much, which is bad for both my waistline and my money. So I thought, you know what? I want to try out soy because I'm just curious what it's like. And I could just keep a case of it in my office. And I could try for the next week or two just having that for lunch instead. And maybe I'll save some money and maybe I'll feel better about myself. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so I had one today for the first time. Do uh, you want me to describe what it tastes like? Yes, sir. All right. It's not as thick as like you've ever had like protein shakes and stuff like like yes like yeah like like a powder you mix into milk or something kind of like that but it's not as grainy. What it tastes like is after you eat a bowl of Cheerios, the milk that's left over tastes like that. That's not bad at all. For some it's reason, not I'm terrible. Not- I mean, it wasn't great. There's like a little bit less sugar than maybe you would expect in that. It's not as sweet as you would maybe hope. But, I mean, I didn't like gag drinking it down, which sometimes back in the day, like, drinking protein stuff, I just thought was disgusting and I hated it. Yeah. So I, I got through it. It filled me up for the most part. I thought the whole novelty around Soylent was like, you know, it was like kind of this mushy stuff that people that was disgusting that people still drink because that's <laughs> just that's how hardcore they are about Sure. A quick I mean, meal. I think maybe that's what the first version was like. They're on version 2.0 now. Uh, they release it like software updates, basically. Um, <laughs> like not, I'm not even kidding. They use like the same nomenclature. And now, like before, I think you could only buy the powder and you had to mix it up yourself. Now you can buy these pre-made uh, single-serving bottles. Uh, it's not terrible. And uh, honestly, I mean, I joke about it and it is kind of a weird thing for someone like me to potentially do. I mean, I love cooking and I love food, so there's no way in hell. Like, I'm, the experiment here is not I'm going to drink soylent for the rest of my life. It's basically like, is this a pretty easy meal replacement thing when I can't go or I don't want to go out to lunch? Um, and the other thing is, too, like, our office doesn't have a microwave. So what I can bring for lunch is basically, like, sandwiches and salads, which get dull after a while. Uh, but what I do think is interesting about soylent is its utilization in places of the world where people are having trouble getting enough food mm-hmm. uh, and getting enough nutrients. That is actually very interesting. It's relatively cheap. It's easy to ship. It's easy to distribute. And I think that is a cool place where I could potentially have some some good in the world. Um, so I'm less interested in, in tech bros, uh, how much they like Soylent and how much it could potentially help people who just aren't getting enough food elsewhere in the world. So I have my first one. It's all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I can't say I'm looking forward to tomorrow's. I kind of wish I was going out to my favorite restaurant. Uh, but you know what? My my pocket, my wallet thanks me. Now, is it regulated by like FDA or is it just some? I believe so. It's some guy it's, named Gary who no, it in no. His they have uh, they've taken on like a huge amount of investment. So they, I, I mean, the FDA FDA has had to look at it. I would assume, right? I'm look this I guess up. I should look it up. Soylent. Hmm. This is the part of the podcast where we start looking things up on the internet. We always get to that point eventually. Simple, healthy, affordable food. Soy lint okay, yeah. 2.0. Right, I see it. You know, soy protein, al- yeah. alga oil. Is it algae oil? I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, it's they. It's basically. But basically, I mean, they, they have put a ton of work into figuring out, like, how can we – like, if if somebody only could drink this thing that we're creating for the rest of their life, how do we put enough nutrients in it to where there would be – they have everything they need. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you know, there's a lot of science up in there. Uh, beet sugar and then vitamins yeah. and minerals. 
I mean, yeah. I, I mean, on the ingredients list, it looks on the basic ingredients list, it looks pretty simple. So, get soy protein. Um, again, alga oil. I don't know what that is, but it's like, you know, fat, fatty acids. And yeah. then it looks like what's like beet sugar, and then yeah. vitamins, vitamins and minerals, minerals so, man. All natural, just like our grandparents used to used to make. Right off, we get it right out of the soylent cow. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I guess that'll become an, a recurring thing. I'll, I'll update you guys on my thought process around uh, Soylent. Maybe I'll get to the point where I guess really look forward to my Soylent every day. Maybe. Probably yeah, not. You know, yeah, like I said, if it doesn't, if the texture and taste isn't horrible, it, it can't be that texture bad. Is, texture is not terrible, yeah. I thought people, it, if it, I hate chalky drinks. I thought it was going to be chalky, and it's not, so. Yeah, people drink like, you know, you know, in athletics and sports and stuff, people have been drinking like terrible like sports nutrition drinks for a very long time. So if this is improved, an improvement on that, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Um, how's uh, how's school stuff going for you? What are you what are you working on nowadays? I mean, when we left off, I'm trying to remember where we were Dude, at yeah. in November. I mean, I think you were pulling together initial ideas for your review paper, maybe. Yeah. For for people who haven't been following along from the beginning, we're both in a PhD program. Uh, we are both working, we're both pre-dissertation phase, uh, you're closer to dissertation than I am, but basically we have to do what our school calls a portfolio. It's six pretty large projects, um, and you are down to the, the last bit of it, right? Yeah. Which is called the review paper. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to go too in depth because within the last few days, some things have been in, some wheels have been in motion. Mm. I don't know if that's the right uh, it can phrase. Be, but whatever I, metaphor you want, man. Yeah, whatever metaphor. But um, so the review paper, I've sent a version of a draft to Becky, my advisor. Ooh, Ooh that's exciting. Um, but it's like it's still incomplete. I, and, mm-hmm. I don't know why it's been so difficult for me. I think I've just become so drained and, and tired of it where I need to just treat it like it's a regular paper for class. I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. why I'm like. We such, do kind of like build it up as like a, this is the biggest like the lo- like it's like you know chapter one of your dissertation and blah, 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 blah. yeah but I don't think but it's it just a paper be, man it's just yeah, a paper it's just a paper yeah um and then uh I'm rethinking uh, my last tool which again okay. I don't want to get into but because I, I haven't got any confirmations on it what is yeah. the what which tool is it um I'm thinking about doing one of the re- the research tool for the portfolio um. So, I'll 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 talk. That's about fine. You don't have to get you. Wait, yeah. what's the the research tool? The secondary that, analysis or the? Uh, it, there's a lot of different options. Oh, uh, okay. So I was, yeah. Gotcha. So, all right. So you're still this, you're working on that. Yeah, this is one that like you have to like propose. This is one of those types that you have to propose and. Oh, see, so like you're petitioning it, like, hey, let me do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um. So that's that, uh, and that's going well. We also, um. I was going to update you on that uh, paper paper we've been working on uh, yeah. regarding leader development. Please do. And I, I, I realized that, like, you know, we submitted it to a place. And uh, now I don't think that people, a person's probably going to listen to this and say, oh, I'm reviewing this paper. But <laughs> it, it, it is incredible it coincidence. Is, I know. It is under a mask review, so I won't go into okay. detail. But uh, we did submit it um, finally. So that's good. what was what was the 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 high level uh, byline of this paper? Like, what was the about? Uh, 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 leader identity, growth trajectories. Ah, uh, right. And, it was a longitudinal it, thing. Yeah, it's launched. Excuse me. Yeah, longitudinal 
design uh, study. Nice. Um, so now you guys have been working on that for a while. I mean, all research all, takes a long time, but all of it takes a long time. Yeah. I don't like it. It all <laughs> takes a long time. Um, you know, I was thinking back on. Uh, so all these projects have been, are things that have started years ago, you know, a couple of years yeah. ago, and yeah. we're still um, on the same group, the, the, the t- same team that this I wrote this paper with. We're still waiting on. Uh, we're, we're still waiting to hear back from a submission that we. Um, sorry, my my nose is like itching right now, <laughs> and burning, and it's kind of stopped up. But we're still waiting to hear back from a paper that we submitted to another journal a long time ago, and. Um, we You're talking like the, months ago? Uh, I think a while ago. No, in, yeah. in fact, we got we got a revise and resubmit, so we did that. Uh-huh. And um, I guess they're so still waiting on some reviewer who okay. hasn't responded. Jeez. Still, so it's a uh, you know this is one of those things, man. It makes me realize that I've made the right career choice to not go into academia because I can't imagine having to like having my my uh, evaluation essentially be how well I traverse this system. Oh, me neither. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. The idea that something takes that long to even yeah. get like feedback on. Jeez, oh, man. Yeah. Um, the world, the world moves at a different pace from academia. That's for sure. Well, you know, I think this is why they stress that you always need to have something in the, uh, in the oven. You know, yeah, I totally get it. Something now. at all stages of the research develop, you know, process because you just never know. Um, yeah, and you spend a lot of time waiting at the end. Yeah. Exactly. So if you did everything on the front end all at once and nothing in between, yeah, you're just sitting there waiting with nothing else accomplished. With that being said, you're going to get rejections. That's a, that's enough course. True. That, you know, you're going to get rise, revise and resubmits. You're going to, mm-hmm. you know, so their, their career, academic career relies on, and I'm talking about, you know, professors and researchers right. and stuff in academia, relies on them having many, many things kind of going on at all stages. Um Maybe maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not really. I mean, especially if you're at like so. a, a, a research one sort of high tier yeah. university. Yeah, so. it's 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 interesting, and I'm glad I'm not having to participate too too deeply <laughs> in it. Although, I mean, sort of in just the PhD process, but yeah. only like dipping a toe into that world. Dipping um, a toe, dipping a toe. How's that? How's that water? Terrible. It's How's terrible water. water? <laughs> it's oh, like, it's yeah, terrible. it's mucky. It's like it's mucky it's, and it's like gross. With, with, with no, with no, <laughs> no nutritional, no nutrition, value. No nutritional no. value soiling. I, yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've hit some, some valleys and some hills in my PhD progress. Um, I've, had some, I've had some dark times, Eric. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I have too. I've had some very dark times. I mean, do you want I, to talk about it? I mean, here or no? we don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'm an open book. I'll talk about anything. Um, I'm talking about here, recorded here. Yeah, how I dark, don't care. How dark I, do you want to go? Dude, I'll go, I'll how go dark. dark. I got to a point a few weeks ago where I believe the words coming out of my mouth because I had been working in on some stats stuff at the time. I was like, I have like 95% confidence. I'm dropping out of this goddamn program. <laughs> um, I have since backed away from that edge. But I, it got up to it got up to ninety five percent confidence interval uh, with me with me dropping out. Um, so I, I, I would say it's not ninety five percent anymore. But I have yeah, it's just uh, we can go into it more another time. But I did so the point I'm at. So I'm not as far as you. I'm actually finishing up my my thesis. Or God, I hope so. 
Um, but basically, last weekend, I went to Poughkeepsie, New York, which is two hours north of Poughkeepsie! He's clipped so hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, because with all the traveling I've been doing and just learning that I have a hard time focusing in my apartment, I needed to – and reading the book Deep Work, which I see in our show notes from – November that we were talking about because it hadn't come out yet, but I was excited by it. And I read it twice since it came out in January. We should talk about it at some point. But anyway, deep work inspired me to do what, what the author calls a, um, a grand gesture, like basically doing something that really signifies that you're taking something seriously and you're going to really try to do uh, deep work on, on it. So I decided to go somewhere else for the weekend. So I booked an Airbnb for a couple of days in Poughkeepsie. Uh, you may be wondering, Sam, Sam, why why did you choose Poughkeepsie? Why very, Poughkeepsie? Very, very simple, actually. I looked at a map of the Metro North Railroad, uh, which is one of the railroads going in and out of the out of New York City, and I said, Dear Metro North Railroad, how far north do you go? And I looked at the map, and it said, Dear Sam, I go to Poughkeepsie. And I said, that's where I'm going. I'm going to Poughkeepsie, too. And then I found an Airbnb there, so that's what I did. Uh, and I actually worked really well there, and I finished up my revisions of my thesis. Uh, it's still uh, – it, the technical term is a shit show. Uh, my thesis is still a shit show. None of my studies really worked out. Uh, so writing a discussion when none of your results actually happened is a lot of fun, let me tell you. Uh, but I did address all of my advisor's comments, and I sent it back to her. Which is nice, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's where I've been thesis or uh, PhD land recently. Oh, and I also decided, so I've been building up some uh, frequent flyer miles in my current uh, employment. So I decided, you know what, this this grand gesture of going to Poughkeepsie worked pretty well. Where could I use some frequent flyer miles uh, that isn't too far away? So at the end of May, I'm going to go to Savannah, Georgia, mm. for like four days and do the same thing. Work on my PhD at some Airbnb. Um, uh, Cause that seemed to work well for me. So if, if I, if I successfully finish this PhD program, it will basically be through series, a series of trips where I go do work essentially. Cause I have, I have tried every other strategy of getting myself to work on PhD stuff. I've tried just do it for an hour every day or like half an hour every day. That's not that hard. That worked okay for a little bit, but then became terrible. And then I tried the strategy of, you know what? Just like one day per weekend and then like one day during the week. Like if you just work on it those two days, you'll be all right. And I tried doing that, and that didn't work that great because the the failure of those strategies is that any time that I'm not working on it, I felt guilty and yeah. terrible. Yeah. Uh, so now I have decided to try sequestering my PhD work into these grand like one-week blocks once a month or once every month and a half and just forget that I do every anything else in the world and for those four days or that week just turn into a PhD maniac uh, so that's what I'm currently trying we'll see if it actually works I think it's it's also hard to see sort of uh with those sort of incremental hour here hour there it's hard to, it's hard see, to see progress progress you know yeah versus if you just have that really focused work you probably i mean and if you are successful working on it, yeah. on it you're probably going to see some progress on top of that um where's my mind going with that uh oh yeah yeah like i, I tend to just view stuff i mean 
I've evolved in. Now we're talking about just working on one thing, but I think I have this mm-hmm. way of doing things in like life, which is not good. But I tend to like kind of like want to bury myself in in the whatever cave of thing that I'm focused on, and oh, ignore yeah. you definitely have everything, that. <laughs> and just you know, and um, I don't think overall doing that every day is good, but. No, it, it is nice when you can just say, F it. I'm not paying attention to this. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. Saying? Like when you and can that, just cut it off. Yeah. And, you and have- for me, that was turning like turning off my work slack, not looking at my work email, uh, not doing the things that I do on a daily basis. And even to the point of, you know, going somewhere else. So there was no you know, like cooking or like even basic, basic like not even that it's like hard, but like basic like housekeeping stuff. Like I was in a room in a place that I didn't know. And I and I was under a deadline as well. I mean, the thesis deadline is like right here, yeah. so it was a it definitely had a clarifying effect on my uh, ability to focus. Yeah. If so, um, uh, I guess you said the deadline's coming up. And yeah, I, I mean, I may I may have to be I may actually ask for an extension. Um, yeah. Becky and I have talked about it a little bit, and uh, it feels not great to potentially have to do that, but also like. I haven't been it's, – it's been one thing. I would feel worse if I've just been, like, sitting around doing nothing this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been like, kicking my ass at work, doing really great stuff and doing really, really good like, – just really enjoying everything I'm doing and, and doing good stuff. Um, and the PhD stuff has just not been uh, as important to me right now. And yeah. it's been tough as well because the – I what I realize is that – my original motivation for doing the PhD uh, has is no longer really valid based on just things that have happened in the past year and a half for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been part of the process of figuring out if I can continue is figuring out, do I have a different motivation that can help get me through, you know, this, this second kind of half of it. Yeah. Uh, the jury's still, still out. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ugh. Blah. Ugh. 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 Um, uh, this is the point where we would talk about something fun and happy. Do you have anything like that? I do. You, oh yeah, of course. I did. Okay, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I was going to be me <laughs> talking about a decision. Ooh. Maybe, maybe, maybe the listeners can help me with my decision. So, okay, yeah, I need a new phone. All right. Um, and I, I want to say the word need. need assault because of course i don't need it sure 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 you know? but um I, i'm very basic in terms of you know what i use my phone for but one of the things that i think that i think is like i guess very important and i want to work other than like the basic call is the navigation like gps stuff all right in a new city houston has some crazy like road exchanges where things are just getting on and off and I've been out a couple of times with, when my navigation just doesn't lock in. And with the phone I have, I have the Galaxy S3, Android phone. The phone I have, it's always had these problems. Uh, if you search the internet, it's a, it's a problem that most people with this phone have. You, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's, and that's so, unfortunate. To the, to the point where I just have to, like, hopefully the map comes up at least. And, oh. I, you know, I can, I, can, I can read maps, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, if it's at night, I can, you know, I, <laughs> you try to find, like, these roadways. And the thing about Houston is because I guess it might be because they're, like, no zoning law. They'll have, like, these inter, uh, um, 
these highway on ramps in the craziest of places, like behind an apartment complex. You're like, oh, why is this here? You know what I'm saying? And it's so weird. And so, right. um, so so you need you need a phone that has modern navigation uh, capabilities, which I would say it has to be any phone, right? It's any it's any phone. Yeah. Okay. It's any phone now. <laughs> but so the thing is, I don't want to spend an arm and a leg, like several hundreds of dollars for a phone. Okay. I'm also now the, all the all the um, all the um, service providers have uh, I guess have abandoned this idea of uh, contracts. But either way, I still don't want to spend an arm and a leg on a phone. Okay. They try to lure you in by saying, hey, you can break it up across 24 months. No, I don't want to pay $20 for 24 months. You know what I'm saying? You so, don't want to, you don't want to, you're saying you don't want to lease your phone, basically. Uh, yeah, I don't want an obligation in that level to any of these terrible companies because I think all these service providers are essentially terrible. Um, okay. okay. Now, uh, what I've read, and I've tried to do a lot of research, what I've read is like Verizon. Of course you are. T- <laughs> tends to have like the best service. All right. Um, and it's hard to really, you know, figure out you know what it's hard to know what's going to have the good, best service in the area that you live in until you get the phone and all sure. of a sudden you're making calls yeah. and you have no idea what people are saying and they have no idea what they're saying to you what you're mm-hmm. saying to them so i was kind of exploring my options what can i do i maybe i can just get a cheaper in phone maybe stay on verizon um i've looked at like these like uh, prepaid phones like straight mm-hmm. talk and all that stuff i've looked at ting you, you've been on oh, Ting. Yeah. I, I, back in the day i used ting yeah Oh, you don't use that anymore? Uh, the work no, phone? No. Yeah. I uh my I'm on AT and T. Okay. Was that but like work work pays for it. Okay. Uh, I was about to say like but but did you you enjoy Ting at the time, right? Or uh, it was right? fine. I mean it was basically it was a sprint network, so it depends how yeah. good Sprint is wherever you are. Uh so yeah. if you're somewhere where Sprint is okay, then Ting is great. Yeah. If if you don't have good sprint coverage, then you're gonna hate Ting. Yeah. So and and so I guess the issue with me, you know, choosing a phone is and also, I'm you know I'm looking to save money on my um, phone service. Okay. But once you buy a phone, you're obligated to that network usually. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a Verizon's phones only work on Verizon. Um, there's a couple that that do go back and forth. I think one of the iPhones and stuff. I don't I don't know all the details about it, but for the most part, if you buy a Verizon phone, it'll only work on Verizon. You, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, I think Sprint's Ting because they use the same network and stuff like that. Those GSM work. or what? I don't know the different types yeah. of cell networks, but, but that's you know. the most annoying thing ever. Mm-hmm. If you, I was exploring some of these prepaid phones, if you buy those, then you, you know you're mm-hmm. you only you know you only works with that. Um, the, the next thing, you know, I like the Android phones, but I'm now leaning into these Apple phones because mm-hmm. the whole security, the, yeah, well, the whole buddy. the whole security issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Android, like all these um after not aftermarket, but all these um. All these Android phones that, that that work, you know, that are customized by Verizon, I guess, they include all of Verizon's like stuff on top yeah. of the, the phone, and yeah. those don't get as updated as quickly as, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's just not as nice of like a user stock experience. Version. Yeah. No, no, I, I like the user experience. Um, you I'm like tra- Verizon's tra- apps on no, top no, of your uh, phone? Not, not, not their apps on top okay. necessarily, but other aspects of the Android operating system. I like. Okay, yeah. I don't like fine. that it doesn't. I don't like that it doesn't get updated quickly if they sure. discover a security flaw. It might take months or even years. If it's an old phone, it might never get updated. Right, right. Um, and, uh, and part, so what, yeah, part so also, what are you, you leaning that toward? Apple, the Apple person is, um, you know, I love that his stance, his stance on uh, security and not letting the government break in. Tim Cook, know. yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I kind of respect that. Yeah. Um, but it, it, that being said, Apple phones are still expensive and all that stuff. So I don't know. What, I was looking. So I was leaning. I was looking at um, the Project Fee 
uh, Project Fi, the Google has now a Google. Google is uh, trying out a service provider for a phone where like switches between like Wi-Fi um, and a couple other networks and stuff, and they have a phone. Uh, call it like the Nexus. It's one of their Nexus phones. It's not like a top tier thing, but I think it'll be good enough for me. So that's one thing I'm looking at. Hmm. I still haven't. Um, I'm not against an Apple. You know, an, an, iPhone, an iPhone, iPhone SE, whatever. man. iPhone SE. Um, I want to kind of use it and see. You know, play around I'm with sure. it. Uh, I can tell you right now. I mean, so my favorite phone of all time that I have owned. It's not the one that I currently own, which is a iPhone 6s Plus. What I loved was my iPhone 5. That was the best phone ever. And now the newly released iPhone SE is that exact same form factor with the guts of a 6 Plus, uh, which is really So it does impressive. have the guts of a 6 Plus. Like, yes, it does. So I was thinking that that phone would have, have you know, just cut corners and stuff. It would have nope, like worse. Nope. Than- right now it has the guts of a 6 Plus, which means, I mean, in a couple months it'll be behind because the 7 will come out in the fall. Um, and it what I've read is that the SE is unlikely to be a yearly updated phone. Like it truly is a special edition, but right now and for the foreseeable future, having the guts and that form factor phone or having the six S guts in that phone, I mean, it's going to be great. It's going to be a a really quick um, and responsive phone. Um, You know, my phone is so old and outdated. It's like, yeah, anything you get will be an upgrade from that. Exactly. It's a third. Is this, it's the same phone that you had when we were in California, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember pieces falling off of it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. No. Okay. Um, But, you know, but as these companies, you know, upgrade their operating system, things like that, these older phones just can't handle it, you know. I'm um, almost positive. I I don't, I don't mean to go back. Didn't you do something where you like had to open it up and like use a paperclip or something to make something that's happen? Like all the time. I'm opening up this. Thing. Open. I'm opening <laughs> okay. this thing up all the time. I'm not crazy. Now, then. Here, here's where. Uh, now here is where I'm hesitant though. So me being anti Apple, not anti. Not anti I don't want to say oh, that. Oh yeah, you can't in go terms, in and fiddle with the insides, man. We don't live yeah. in the '90s anymore. You don't need to do that. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> oh, you're right. My my computer that I bought finally spent all this money on. Never. So I've worked on computers, uh, not in the recent years, but pretty much all my life, taking out motherboards, putting them in, not doing yeah. any of the stuff that you should do to like release static electricity from your body. I'm talking about, mm-hmm. I'm fiddling. Never had a motherboard uh, burn on me, like, you know, mm-hmm. fail on me. Okay. Sure. I have this sounds new like, sounds comp- like you built up some really negative karma. So it sounds kind of like your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I have this new Apple computer. And you, I let you. I, I texted you, and I was like, "Huh? Yeah. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> My computer yeah. wouldn't come on. Took it to the Apple store because I bought that expensive Apple Care. That's a good um, call, though. A good move on that. Yeah, but it's, it just work past a year, man. Um, <laughs> and they sent my logic board as their lingo. I'm gonna be a weirdo and saw a motherboard or a main board um, failed. And yeah. I'm like, this is nonsense. You so I'm like, be, man, I'm gonna have this karma too. I'm gonna get this iPhone. I'm gonna get this iPhone. <laughs> I think it's just going to not work. Well, maybe uh, you maybe you just don't know how to use technology. No, that that's not true. <laughs> and I don't I don't think any anything that I can do in a on a computer where it's like sealed with an aluminum <laughs> case, unless I'm sit, standing around like blowing like hot air on it or something, maybe yeah. it loosens up the solder or something like that. Um, <laughs> how I could uh, 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 the motherboard fail? I have no idea yeah. how that happens. So, I don't know. Hard manufacturing anyway, defect. It so happens. Never about happened phone, to me though, but you know. Thinking, thinking about the phone. Um, how can the how can the listeners help you? 
Uh, if you've used an iPhone SE and you like it, let me know. I wanted to, I, I want someone who like likes the ba- just basic phone stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I don't need the the newest phone out there. You yeah. know, but I I need to know that the phone's gonna. Dude, iPhone's do great. iPhone's great. What it needs to do. I like the fiddle though. I'm a fiddler on the roof, man. <laughs> I like the tinker. That's the thing. What, what like do the What do you mean, like, like with actual tinker, tinker, hardware? Tinker toys. Uh, nah, not on the. Not I on tinker because no, I tinker no, the hell no, out of my iPhone, but on the software side of things, you, but even you know, not that type of tinkering now, that you're probably wanting to do. Now here's the thing. No, no, no. So not on the phone because that's too small, too intricate of parts and stuff like that. I don't think I'd want to tinker. Um, I do like the idea of being able to remove your battery, but even Android phones are going away from that. All, all phones right. are going away from that on the top tier sort of yep. phones. Anyway, so I'm going to lose it on that. Now, I have read – this is the idea that I think Apple products are moving in the direction of you know, both sides, both uh, – all people, all these companies kind of borrow from each other in terms of making advances. So I have read that Apple – I don't know if – it's going to be in the next release, but down the road, they're going to allow you to remove like applications that you don't want. Oh, like yeah. I'm super looking forward screen. to that. I can't wait to you know remove what I mean? the official Apple apps. That'll be a delight. Like little stuff like that. But so yeah. I think they're moving in that direction. And so I'm they like, okay. They definitely are in a little that, bit. That's, pro- that's promising. You know, that's how I read that yeah. in the article. It's like, okay, that – but I, I, being able to customize it like that, it's like that's a, that's a basic thing. I get that you want it all the same, but come on, people. Let's, let's not let's, – let's not be the – Gestapo here. Come on. Um, the phone <laughs> Gestapo. That, that's a terrible. You know, the whatever. march, the march of time moves forward, Eric, and yeah. you're being, you can be left in the dust or you can adapt and change with the times. Yeah. No, at, at, you know, at the time now, my Samsung Galaxy S3 like had a better camera than like iPhones sure. at the time. You know what I'm saying? There were, were things, but I'm not a big picture taker. I don't take yeah, photos that good. often. No, no, you do. I'm not, not. A, I'm not. I'm not a big picture taker. That's what I said. I don't take photos very often, so I'm like, I don't. I don't care. I need to, all phones now take adequate picture pictures, at least good enough for me. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, well, just go into an Apple store and go fondle some phones. Uh, yeah. You know, you could probably get a used. But six. Who, what, what service should I go with? Oh, I oh. don't know. They all suck. They all all suck. You can't look for a good option. You just look for the least bad. Yeah, so. So. I, I, for what it was worth, I was fine with Verizon when I I had that. That's what I had prior to this phone. It was fine. Like, I didn't feel great. I didn't feel great about giving them money every month because I don't like supporting terrible companies. But, you know, you don't have a whole lot of options in this this space. Uh, Uh, Yeah, so I might might look into, see what, what, um, Provider discount provider, I can maybe get an iPhone. Yeah, looking to Ting, looking to Ting. I mean, I liked Ting when I used it as well. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I'm really glad that our first episode back, we we dove deep on some really really nerdy Important tech issues. stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy about that. I, I really am. Uh, what else is going on? Anything else you're uh, excited by? How do you you still like Houston? Yeah, I still like Houston. Uh, cool. Um. My rugby team is zero in whatever many games that we've played. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> it's not good. I did want to talk about one last thing, which I want yes. you to check out. And it's related to, to work. So right. you might be interested. But uh, have Probably. you ever heard of a TV show called Adam Ruins Everything? No. You should check it out. I'm, Adam I'm Ruins Everything. What's the it's, premise? Uh, it's basically this comedian. I don't know his last name. Adam somebody. Um, basically... Does a deep dive into different topics. You know. Oh, I love me some deep dive shows. 
but but he, uh, think about the show. So I, I just happened to be watching some. I think it was in a hotel or something. Adam like that. Canover, Conover. Yeah, and the episode that I watched was Adam Ruins Work. Oh, and uh, what what I liked is that they did like pop ups where they like use references, and I, I'm not, I didn't really vet all the references. But peer reviewed articles mixed in and stuff like that, so I kind of like that. Um, right. And he, he talked about the forty hour work week and. I have you know the Wikipedia uh, copied in our description, but I'll just read that. So this episode explains why the 40-hour week is bad for business, why unpaid internships are just a trick, <laughs> and why freelancing is breaking the law. And I'll tell people your salary is actually a good thing. Yeah. So that, things like that. A things lot that, of those ideas kind of fit in with the stuff that I, uh, I'm thinking about every day. Yeah. And it's things that you know we've studied and stuff like that. Like I, I've, yeah. I know I've been in uh, – I've overheard people talking about – not necessarily freelancing, but – if it's like internship or something like that, I mean, the internship thing really hit a peak a couple of years ago, and now I think there's more of a there's a, there's a, a bit of a backlash around the idea of unpaid internships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, those those always seem, like I never had an unpaid internship. That always just seemed really shady to me. Yeah, yeah. And and so, did, did, have you ever first, had an internship? I'm sorry, I, I was... have I had one? No, I haven't. Okay, all right. No, I haven't. Never mind then. But um, I, it's it's a good, I enjoyed the episode because well, it's related to our, our yeah. Field, but uh, well, and the forty-hour yeah. work week thing is interesting too. I mean that that is pretty arbitrary as yeah. as well. That came out of like labor laws um, and during industrialization, mm-hmm. the whole idea of eight hours work, eight hours sleep, eight hours for like play or yourself. Um, yeah, that became like a rallying call. Uh, so yeah, there's no. And some companies have done really interesting things around experimenting on the 40-hour work week, particularly in going down from that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, companies, I mean, you know, going down to 35 hours a week. Or I think France actually is like 30, like full-time is 35 hours there or something like that. And most of the ones who have experimented with it, even going lower than that, have seen productivity go up because yeah. you can actually work at a higher pace when you are there for less time. It, it, there's a certain amount of... Uh, prioritization that happens when you don't have as much time as you're used to. Yeah, and and I haven't read that deep work book, but I, actually I was looking on Amazon. I might check it out. But yeah, you definitely relating should. that to relating that to this. You know, imagine yeah. if you could put in six hours of really focused work. Oh yeah, you'd you get know, so much stuff really done. Focused. And he in, in the book he talks about too, like even people who are really good at deep work, which it is a skill that you have to develop, at most can deep work, truly deep work for like four hours a day. Yeah. And there's others, obviously, all the work that we do is not always conducive to deep work. So there's other kind of shallow work you could do around that. Yeah. But no, the, uh, the typical person is not approaching four hours of deep work at all, yeah. um, probably in, not even an entire week. Yeah. Oh. The th- um, and the thing is, like, you know, around the work week, people don't acknowledge, like, hey, so, hey, people typically work longer than what they should a lot often, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, like I work a 40 hour week job but they're probably putting in more hours sure um, and then also all this like you know water cooler talk and stuff like that which is essentially people are mixing in their socializ- socialization now if you allow people just to work and have that time to work and then that frees up the time that they can really socialize yeah you know what I mean in well, a you different can, you could actually exactly you could actually if you you can create this boundary between your work and exactly. your social life. I and mean, that's why that's a lot of the pushback on um, open office plans as well. Yeah. It makes makes it more difficult to, to focus. It's I funny. Was, um, um, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I, was, I was trying to think about that term that we came up to, uh, with too. Um, basically, the additional work that happens when you're not at work. 
Oh what yeah, what was it? that? Was that uh, Ansel? No, it wasn't ancillary work. It was it was uh, amorphous work. No, no, it wasn't that sophisticated. Of a uh, word. Are you sure? I thought uh, for some reason I'm thinking it started with an A. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but... We came up with it, right? Yeah, ambient, ambient work. Ambient work. Yeah. Oh, look at that memory. Look yeah. at that memory. I am not known for my memory. I am very <laughs> impressed with myself. Ambient work. What was that again? Ambient work, I guess. Yeah. But uh, so you allow for, you know, even in that socialization time, you're probably going to be getting some sort of, like in times where, where I'm sort of just being creative, where I'm not necessarily fo- fully focused on something. Things just come, you know, when you're allowed to sort of be creative uh, right. or working stuff in the free, background. Things happen in the background. And you might just get an idea because you've been out in the world looking at things. You've been mm-hmm. out in the world shopping. You've been out in the world thinking, uh, thinking, taking care of your kids. Yeah, yeah, for me, I, I think we probably – I don't remember what we talked about when we talked about this the first time. But I have learned that a tough thing for me is that when I'm out in the world doing stuff, I love to listen to podcasts. But when I'm listening to podcasts and I'm out in the world, I don't think a whole lot of ambient work happens for me. Yeah, uh, yeah I would agree. And so if I really want to actually – and actually in Deep Work, he talks about um, like, like – well, I forget what he calls it, like meditative – deep work or something like basically like working through a deep problem or work, working through a problem um, just when you're out in the world. And I can't, I definitely can't do it when I'm listening to an audiobook or podcast, but I love listening to audiobooks and podcasts, but I should probably scale it back a little bit. Yeah. Did you read a uh, deep work or did you listen to the audible? Uh, I listened to, or I, I read it twice. You said what? I read it. I read it twice. Read it. Yeah. yeah. On, uh, on my iPad. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm actually. Hey, we should looking, talk. We should. Do you, if, do you, you, if you if you read it, we should have a whole episode about it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I'm looking at. Uh, do you do you use Kindle? I'm trying. I'm trying to go back and forth. I, I go back and forth between whether or not I buy things on Kindle or just like the Google App Store, whatever thing they have. Google Books. Yeah, I. Uh, so I actually I've been I've moved more or less to iBooks, uh, but I'm in the midst of a very deep dive Google software experiment. So I've been doing – I recently finished the Steve Jobs biography on the Google Play Books app. They have the worst names for their apps, by the way. Google Play Books. Uh, come on. Uh, but I, I used that. It was fine. It was, it's basically the same as Kindle. They're all the same, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, I'm looking at this right now. I might, might actually purchase it. If I, had, if I had a hard copy, I'd send it to you, but I don't. That's, so, that's all right. There's... Sorry. I need to. I need to get back into reading some stuff, and this is. <laughs> there you go. That'd be a, a good, a good first uh, entry. Other, other than uh, launch, uh, well, I'm sure you're reading all sorts of just nerdy, terrible stuff. Yeah. But yeah, man. Well, man. Um, let's. Uh, we, we did it. Finish this up, I guess. Well, it feels good to be be talking to you again. It does, man. Are we gonna so, do this um, weekly? Uh, I'd be fine with that. I mean, this yeah, is, this, let's do this it. is a good time for me to do it. I actually enjoy doing. It. I think I think the structure of doing at least one thing weekly yeah. will help. Yeah. <laughs> given that <laughs> add a little bit more structure into my life. Yeah, um, yeah. I like it. And uh, um, let's, let's see. There's some administrative stuff around here. So let's see. We have a website. It is thefiledrawer.audio. Every time we record an episode, we post it there. Uh, so the really terrible way to listen to our podcast is to just go to the website and listen to it in the player. But you shouldn't do that because that's terrible. Uh, if you have a smartphone of any kind, you should download a podcast app. Uh, on iPhone, on iOS, there's there are apps called Overcast, which is free. 
and there's an, even a native podcast app, but it's not that good. You should just go download Overcast. And then you'll open up that app, whatever it is that you decide to use, and you'll search for the file drawer, and you will subscribe to it when it pops up. And then every time a new episode comes out, it'll automatically download to your phone, and you'll have us in your ears uh, weekly. weekly. What app What app do you use in, on Android? Uh, I've actually... S- Podcast? I've actually changed it since oh. uh, probably we last spoke. I use Podcast Addict now. Okay. I got rid cool. of my other one that I just didn't really like at all. All right. Um, the point is, don't go to our website to listen to this podcast. Get it. Get it. Get a podcast player on your phone and listen to it there. Uh, and if you really want to listen to it on a computer, Overcast actually has a web player as well. You can log, log in with your Overcast account and you can listen to it on your computer. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, if you like this podcast, you should go to iTunes and search for us. And then leave us a rating, a star rating. And if you're so inclined, write a, a short little review. Oh, this is not just for our own ego, which does need to be stroked. That's an important part. But uh, the more ratings and reviews that we get, the more likely we will sh- just show up in iTunes when people are looking for things to listen to, which means more people will find the podcast, which will make us happy. Yeah. Is that it? And if you have any idea of a better category for us to be in. <laughs> what are we in please. right now? Higher education, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, cause we me and education? you, are That's in insane. higher education. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably be in anything else. Okay. Like auto mechanic or something. All right. Uh, and uh, you could always um, just, uh, if you wanted to give us feedback, you can send us uh, an email. To uh, the file drawer podcast at gmail.com. Is that an email? Eric's account? looking at me right now because we, I actually haven't registered that, but that, that has to be available, right? Maybe. I'm going to register it right now. Okay. Uh, the file drawer podcast uh, at gmail.com. If, if it's not available, we'll just cut this part out. And people. <laughs> We're going to leave it in. <laughs> yeah. Whoever has it deserves uh, an, an email from you, an angry email. Uh, and that's it, I think. Did I forget anything? Do you have any? Do you have any last words? Do you want to say anything directly to our listeners? Um, just uh, thanks to anybody who's uh, stuck around. Been a long beginning. time, yeah. Stuck around, yeah. A long time listener. Uh, we'll we'll try to make sure that we deliver. We will a fresh deliver. and new, exciting <laughs> podcast straight from the file drawer. Yeah. All right. Let me try to predict what you're eating. I got nothing to, to, to eat up the sound wave. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound wave. Eat up the sound wave. Epic.